Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com forward slash bonfireside chat. There's over 100,000 titles to choose from, and they work on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. My name is Will Owens. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat Appendix, an undead second favorite. And this week we are talking about your uh, corrections from the Lost Isolith <laughs> and your responses uh, to the uh, to the uh, area of the catacombs and the, uh, the the Tomb of the Giants. It, it's it's getting ever more complex, Gary. <laughs> pre tape Colin show. Yeah, um, the, uh, that, that is probably our most salient reference. I think. Yeah, it's because yeah. it's so good. Yeah, um, and we should probably. It's not just the corrections about um, it's, that it's, area. It's, it's just kind of corrections in general because we'll mm-hmm. get them from a couple episodes back as we, yeah, as we can yeah. see here. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me get started with uh, Take. Yeah. And uh, he says, um, random lost in translation stuff for the Duke's archives. The Pasakas are called uh, cilias in the Japanese version, based on the Greek myth of a woman getting turned into a tentacle monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, searching for Scylla in Japanese Google, nets the half-naked tentacle women that one would expect. <laughs> Don't do that. Attaboy. Um, <laughs> Attaboy, Japan. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Japanese wiki on the Crystal General calls him the Crystal Knight. There's a comment on the page saying, why is he called the Crystal General in English? What's wrong with the Crystal Knight? And there's a note saying that uh, the Avalon found in the game uh, in the same area has a pattern similar to the gear that this guy is wearing. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I did not notice that. Um, In Japanese, the channelers are known as the Six-Eyed Evangelist. My favorite rock and billy band. Um, <laughs> rock and billy. Yeah, rock and billy. Um, it's, it's all people yeah. named Billy. The Six Eyed Evangelist sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, some more random stuff I happen to dig up. Pretty much all of this is from the Japanese Dark Souls wiki at this link, which we'll include in the uh, show notes um, for those who speak Japanese. Mm. Um, here's an obscure link between the Souls games. The Firekeeper Souls in Japanese are called Souls of the Firekeeper Maidens. In Demon Souls, the Maiden in Black is known as the Candle Maiden or Firekeeper Maiden in Black in Japanese. Hmm. Her eyes are occluded with wax. The Dark Souls Maidens are mute or deformed. All of them sacrifice for their cause. Lawtrek is known as the Knight of the Goddess. Titanite Demons are known as Chiseled Away Demons, hence their missing parts. Uh, Shiva's title is Chief Hunter. Um, and further, a random question. Is Ingrid wearing a Plague Doctor mask? Because I feel like the defiled ones from Demon Souls are based on the Plague Doctors, since they uh, all have to do with disease and the beaky masks are creepy. Anyway, Ingrid is known as Ingrid the Healer, as well as referred to as Guardian of the Seal in Japanese. Hmm. All of that is really, really fascinating. Um, I, I, I eat that shit up. Um, I'm really sorry that this is late. You, you, you sent this in like a couple of weeks ago. It just didn't make it into the previous uh, appendix so we are doing <laughs> this is our penance um yeah but yeah the, uh, um, good no i was just gonna say um it definitely looks like a plague doctor mask to yeah. me it's like seems like a reference um and the idea of them uh not so much when they're a, a healer or a sealer 
mm-hmm. when they go down to kind of try to cure Blight Town. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely looks like a visual reference to me. Yeah. And all the rest of the stuff is like super interesting. Mm-hmm. The six sided evangelist sounds great. Yeah. That, that's, that's an awesome, <laughs> like super creepy name and draws attention to the fact they have six eyes. Yeah. Not just six eyes on their mask, although it could possibly still be that. Yeah. Mm. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> um, uh, well, what does Alan say? <laughs> okay. Uh, Alan wrote in uh, via contact. He says, you guys were talking about Solaire being the firstborn in this past episode, and you mentioned that the statue at the Sunlight Shrine bonfire was also holding a Sunlight straight sword. This is a really popular lore tidbit that gets passed around, but I think it is untrue. Uh, I heard that I heard I first heard of the statue baby clutching the sword on Vatya's Lord video about Solaire. Um, I decided to go look at the statue up close. There totally is a sword, although it's hard to say if it is of any particular kind. There are two other statues that use this 3D statue model in the game. One stat is the statue in the parish church that Rhea plays to. Or praise to, rather. She doesn't play the statue. (laughs) (laughs) And the other is in a bricked-up room in the catacombs. All three statues are the same, and the baby is holding the same sword in all three. Huh. That's a lot of work to do. (laughs) (laughs) The statues are clearly a reference to each of Gwyn's children. The one in the catacombs has a corpse leaned against it with the dark moon ring. This is Gwendolyn's statue. The one in the parish church has a row of maidens in armor between the pews and the front door. This is Guinevere's statue. And, of course, the final statue is near the broken idol of the god of war. And so this is the firstborn statue. The sword is the same at all three statues, though. Excuse me. In the Dark Souls concept art book that From released, you can see that the actual uh, design of the sword sword the baby is holding – and it is clearly not the Sunlight Straight Sword. It has a lot of scroll work on it, while the Sunlight Sword is very plain. The important thing with the statues is that their relationship with the setting they are each in, not anything on the statues. It would be great if there was a direct connection to Solaire with the statue, like having a part of his gear, but it is simply a popular myth in the lore community. It is not his sword. Personally, I agree with you guys on Solaire being the best guess for the firstborn, and I wish there was a stronger case to be made. But at the same time, the vagueness is what gives us room to invent our own version of the story. And he's included some in-game shots of the sword at other statues and then the concept art as well. Yeah. So, sorry if I... <laughs> that's, a lo- that's a long passage. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry you landed there. But uh, that is a lot of work. A lot yeah, of that work that went into it. Yeah, to check and see to make sure it's not the same sword. I knew the statue reappeared yeah. elsewhere, but I just assumed that they were all, you know, either like statues that didn't get got mm-hmm. you know, or anything like that. Um, yeah, but you're probably right that it's not the – I mean, you, you've you done the research. It's not the same sword. And I haven't gotten the art book yet. Um, they just released it in English, and I pre-ordered it, mm-hmm. but I have not – got a chance to look at that yet yeah um, the, the, the the image is the, the image is pretty convincing honestly um mm. that, 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 that he links in there but uh yeah yeah i mean I'll, I'll buy it as as that not being his sword i think that there's probably enough other you know not evidence but conjecturable mm-hmm. you know yeah blobby bloop to to make it uh worth the you know i still think it's probably the best guess yeah it feels satisfying yeah. Me. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, that's the errata. Thank you so much. Uh, both of those are really edifying pieces of detective work uh, that you guys have done, and it is awesome that we are all contributing to this body of uh, to this body of research. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. So moving on to the responses about uh, the catacombs and the tomb. This is from Gavin via contact. He says, I remember the first time I took a jaunt down to the infamous catacombs and subsequently got my ass handed to me by some undying skeletons. Sorry, I mispronounced that. It should be arse. I said ass because this is America. Um, when I finally leveled up and was at the stage where I needed to go back down there, I did so with trepidation and not a small amount of dread. It was the darkness and the fear of the unknown, mainly. Armed with my divine axe and some deep breaths, I stepped forward. An hour or so, and quite a few deaths later, I completely by accident stumbled across the undead blacksmith they call Vamos, uh, who, by the way, I thought was going to hand me a new one when he slowly approached. After leaving Vamos, I once again died very quickly uh, to what speedily became my most hated enemy in the game, Bone Wheel Skeletons. How I hated them! I hadn't ventured into the painted world at this stage, uh, so this was my first taste of them. Having died uh, what seemed about 80 times, I finally made it to what I have to say was a very easy boss pinwheel. Feeling cocky and a little, over, little overconfident, I strolled on into the Tomb of Giants, only to be taught one more time uh, that the game was in charge um, as it threw bo uh, giant bone dogs at me, uh, to which I only had one response. Instant death. <laughs> I like that sentence at the end. Yeah. I only had one response. Instant death. <laughs> <laughs> he curled up like a ball. It was his only defense. Yeah. No exclamation um, point. That's what I would do if I was ever in an ocean full of jellyfish. That would be my only response is instant death. Instant death. Are you allergic? No, I'm terrified of them. Okay. Like I, I'm probably I'm allergic the same way everyone is allergic to something that <laughs> to, can sting you and give you respiratory arrest. <laughs> that everybody is allergic yeah. to something poisonous. That if it touches you, you have to stop breathing. Like I'm allergic <laughs> you, in that way. You have to. It's the law. It's not the law. It's the chemical. That yeah, they, I know. That they do. These things are fuckers, man. Yeah. Um, I, I always love the, uh, the, the 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 jellyfish room at the aquarium, though. Me, me too. Like they're, they're fascinating, pretty. but like I'm just I'm glad there's that glass between me and them. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably how I would feel about bone wheel skeletons. Like, in a, imagine like a Lordran zoo, where like they bring you know, bring the kids and you go and you use the waxorama and get your little like you know miniature bone wheel skeleton and then you go look at them and they're just harmlessly clinking against the glass like clink 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 clink, clink, clink trying to roll into you all impotently. Yeah, um, I want that. <laughs> Give them like a little BMX course. Yeah, <laughs> that's their habitat. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, uh, I was trying to remember the name of a famous BMXer. Dave Mira. There we go. Little Dave Mira. <laughs> um, little cute Dave Mira. I want that. Man, I want this Lordron Zoo. That's a good t-shirt or comic idea. Um, we didn't talk about how Vamos is introduced when he like comes forward like he's going to smash you and then just bashes your way out. Yeah. That's a nice little cutscene. Yeah. Uh, they, they introduce him like a boss. I mean, yeah. like 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 a, like a very tough enemy in the game, not like a boss. Like, yeah, yeah, never mind. We we know your your proclivities for thug speak, <laughs> um, like are well known. But I can tell when you're not doing it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, I've I'd like to. Um, I don't know if it makes me kind of inexperienced, but I have never once contacted Bamos. <laughs> It's really oh, tough. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I I didn't do it until uh, until I was trying to prepare for my new game plus and my first character. I thought you were going to say it makes me sound inexperienced, but I'm not scared of jellyfish. <laughs> oh, I'm, so, 
I'm t- besides jellyfish, the thing I'm most afraid of before that are bees for the very same reason. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much any animal that can and wants to hurt us. Like the uh, did I ever tell you on Mike? Did I, Cole, did I ever tell you uh, my Wikipedia vandalism story? Uh, no. It's not. It's not that much of a story, but it's just it's funny to me. Is that I went into the Wikipedia entry for scorpions. And I added a line like in the middle of the text where, and I just said, uh, in addition, other than man, this is the only animal that kills for pleasure. (laughs) And and it was there for like, you know, 30 seconds before it got erased. Like somebody, and I know people get alerts, but I'm just imagining like whoever the Wikipedia nerd is, who's like (laughs) dominion over the scorpion kingdom. (laughs) Just is like his little phone, like, oh, that's weird. No, (laughs) no. I was hoping you had mistakenly edited the band Scorpions Wikipedia page. (laughs) (laughs) The only band that's been known to kill for pleasure. Somehow I think that's not true. (laughs) That's true. There are lots of bands that kill. There's a whole Norwegian death metal scene. Yeah, exactly. Haven't you guys ever seen Softly in the Light or whatever that Burning churches. Burning churches, Gary. Yeah. And and murdering people. There's a really good uh, Netflix InthinQ doc- documentary. Yeah. About uh yeah about Norwegian black metal. Mm-hmm. Um, and like one of the guys killed himself, and they like the cover Ate of him. his where they found his corpse. They well, so the, the, it was on their album, and then they wore parts of him. Like they, one of the guys wears a necklace that has parts mm-hmm. of him on it. Yeah. Same. Uh, was yeah. it like? I think it was. Was it Burzum? I don't know. Yeah, Burzum. They keep talking about <laughs> Burzum's like the yeah yeah. I think it might yeah. be the original mm-hmm. guy from Burzum. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, the uh, yeah, and so yeah, so thank you, uh, Andrew, for that for reminding me of Burzum. Uh, that was that, uh, that that was Gavin. Oh, Gavin, I'm sorry. I'm thinking Gavin. Um, Andrew, however, via contact says, uh, talking about the areas that we were just talking about, says, "Oh man, two areas that rely heavily on trial and error. One being how much the saying curiosity killed the cat is made manifest if you happen to wander into the cemetery before you're ready, and then later on." When stumbling and plummeting around in the dark, if you don't have a necromancer drop a skull lantern. From a design standpoint, both of these areas are great for atmosphere, especially in the Tomb of the Giants, seeing the glowing eyes in the distance, and then hearing that hungry chuffing of one of the dog-like skeleton creatures. Creepy stuff. Chuffing is the perfect verb for that. Yeah. Uh, That's me saying that. (laughs) Uh, Running blind through here after aggroing a crowd of monsters can be a terrifying experience, too. As frustrating as it can be, I had a lot of fun taking the Tomb of the Giants bit by bit, stressing out on where the hell the next bonfire was. Knowing if I fell or got impaled by one of those enormous arrows the Giants used that seemingly come flying out of nowhere, (laughs) I'd be propelled back up to the catacombs, really kept me on edge. You know exactly what makes a Dark Souls experience worlds apart, and better than, just about any other series. What makes this section all the more fun is when finally getting to a semi-lit area being able to remove the sunlight maggot helm, seemingly safe and sound, only to move forward and get invaded by Paladin Leroy. <laughs> that guy. That fucking guy. <laughs> hey, Vincent Nico, this guy. This, <laughs> this guy, guy right here. This guy right here. He's a paladin or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. <clears throat> mm-hmm. All I, true. Agreed. All true. Uh, <laughs> chuffing. Chuffing. Yeah, the skeleton the the skeleton archers don't seem to knock me back, but I just had a thought, like, what if those guys had the same you know, had the dragon slayer? I was gonna ask which arrows are bigger. <laughs> um they're both oh I, man, I love getting hit by the skeletons and the the Tomb of the Giants because you walk around with this gigantic cartoon yeah. arrow sticking out of you for 
know, it's, it's just like bone white and just uh, ridiculous looking. But they don't yeah. knock you back. If they did, fuck this place. Like that would be incredible. <laughs> my, my my favorite. I didn't I didn't remark on it, but uh, when you're when you're running down the uh, the, the the bone tower path, um, <laughs> and when you like there there's that ambush. So there's the one bone archer that you can see, and there's the other one waiting around the corner. Every mm-hmm. time I do it, I forget that that guy's there, and he kicks me off the ledge. It's <laughs> 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 like blah, down I go. So I you know. I like that one too because that's where the bone tower like uh, ducks down and then rises up behind you. Yeah, I think it's a, it's it's a second one. And, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, one of them goes away then. I mean, yeah. it doesn't really matter whether it's the same one. Like one of them goes away, but then another one appears behind you. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uh, but yeah, it's kind of trapping you in. Like I like mm-hmm. that little little ambush quite a bit. Uh-huh. All right. Will, what does Levi say? Okay, <clears throat> Levi says via contact. The Tomb of the Giants is perhaps the perfect combo of dungeon crawl and survival horror-esque gameplay. Giant enemies, creepy ambience, low visibility, and for a turtling tank character who relies heavily on their shield, giving it up for the lantern so I could see just added to the tension. I really enjoyed this area and the boss fight. Even though Nito is pretty easy, he is my favorite lord and it was awesome to see him up close. Well, he thought he was easy. Uh, (laughs) I did find... (laughs) Rhea's situation a bit terrifying. Being stranded in a pitch black hole, trying to remain still and silent so two crazy zombies, who used to be your friends, can't find you and kill you. The horror. The horror. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Vincent Nigo, the horror, eh? <laughs> well, what's, scar- what's scarier is these guys are like five feet away from her and they mm-hmm. can't find her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aggro range. Well, it's dark. The, um... Yeah. All, all true. Um, who's my favorite lord? Maybe Nito. Is there, is there a MySpace quiz? Which lord <laughs> yeah. are you? Are you a Nito? Or are you a, well. Do you enjoy capturing maidens or do you enjoy sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> you might be a Seath or you might be a Nito. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Nito is probably my favorite too. Like, yeah. uh, it's just chilling. Coolest design. Yeah. yeah. I'll take him. Yeah. Even though the better chaos when it gets into full. Yeah, that's is a true. really cool design too. Yeah. Um, so those will be my two favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, uh, Cole, why don't you wrap us up with, uh, Jeremy here? Yeah. So Jeremy Greer, um, our, our friend of the show via Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, says, I really wish I had thought to do PVP corner sooner. PVP yeah. corner, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wish that, uh, that he had too. That's awesome. Yeah. Like that would have been a really cool idea to have this for each area mm-hmm. and just kind of tell a PVP story about each one. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But, but, uh, he, he goes on to say, everyone knows that if you hit the catacombs early, patches will be waiting for you to cross over the second bridge. As soon as you get in the middle, he'll flip the switch and off you go into the bone wheel pit. I like to head down there on a high soul level character, um, and use the dry fit dried finger until I get invaded. I camp out at the switch and wait for an invader to come hopping down. They always hop down for some reason. As soon as they land, I flip the switch and down they go. Only a few have managed to make it across. You can also bait them into stopping on the bridge by dropping some rubbish or dung pies, adding insult to injury. Um, I didn't know. So, so if you fall off, do you just 
land in the bone wheel pit? Is that a sequence break? It's, it's too far of a drop. Oh, okay. So there's like a on the bridge, you'll, you'll die. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, he goes on to say, uh, Tomb of the Giants isn't much PvP wise. Although I will say that being grave loaded down here is probably the worst thing ever. Red Phantom versions of those skeleton dogs are incredibly frightening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yikes. We all just kind of shivered. Yeah, yipes. Yeah, yipes, yipes, yipes. Mm-hmm. And I like that he <clears throat> that he puts piles of shit on the <laughs> on the bridge to <laughs> to entice yeah. would be invaders. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be literal dung piles for that to work. Yeah, like, like I love that that being a uniquely video game situation. Like, if if there was a potentially dangerous area, and I saw something that I might want to pick up. I can see from a distance that it's feces and I don't want to touch it. <laughs> but just like the fact that, you know, it's very video gamey that you don't know what this is until you pick it up. You know, mm-hmm. it's unique to the language of video games. Right. Because otherwise I'd be picking up shit left and right. Yeah. Like, who knows? It could be gold. It could be fucking you know, Nintendo 64. It could be shit. Who even knows? <laughs> like, <laughs> we are the dreamers of dreams, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so that's uh thank you guys yeah. uh for your comments. Mm-hmm. There's still we didn't, I don't think we put out the call for comments in the last episode. No. Um but by the time you hear this, there is still time to uh get in touch with us about your comments on the DLC. Yes, our entire oratorius of the abyss. Mm-hmm. 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 So usual admin stuff, iTunes, Facebook. Uh by the time you hear this, we will have gotten our fa- uh two hundredth Facebook uh fan, which is yeah. awesome. Um iTunes ratings and reviews always help, especially as we go into the new uh, into the new season. Um, if you want to support the show uh, monetarily, you can buy stuff off of Amazon through our tip jar link, and uh, that doesn't cost you anything extra. We get a little bit of a uh, kickback from it. Um, am I missing anything, Gary? No, just uh, and and will um, yes. by the time this comes out, do you think will you have started the Bastion? Where can people find your thoughts on Bastion? Yes, please. Uh, hopefully. <clears throat> um, it's at www.backlogkiller.com, uh, disguising the uh, blogspot back end on that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, hopefully I'll be finished, at least have the initial write-up done. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing a shorter game this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I imagine so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you'll really enjoy it. Yeah. So, cool. Um, yeah. yeah, I think uh, until next time... Um, Praise the sun. Praise the sun. Praise the pun. Thank you. Yay. We did it. <laughs> I mean, we should have told you when we finished that that you'd have another opportunity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, oh, and, and now you can get deleted scenes, too. Very Knox. Like, he and was, I can, just was on, the, was on the radio the other day, and I thought of you guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's very flattering. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Like, oh. what a weird fucking single that is. Yeah. That's one of the, like that guy in that band, like it's the kind of music where he's constantly in the videos, like taking one step forward and put, putting both his arms up. Yeah. And then it cuts to some other stuff. And then the next thing he's doing it again. Like I think in that, like he's <laughs> juice video, he takes one step forward and slowly puts his arms up like five or six <laughs> times. Yeah. Unfortunately I can name a few of their singles. So well, we we named That's I think six sad. of them, like five or six of them. Yeah. Did you do I, Did you do all over you? Like oh, no, yeah, yeah we're th- all we're over throw, you. Throwing the drama all over you. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, it's kind of slipped in, but yeah. There, there there's one line that has like seven of them. <laughs> yeah, they're real backloaded. Yeah. The front the front half is kind of the visual stuff, and then yeah, yeah. the back end is more of the uh, the rest <laughs> of it. The um, what was I gonna say about live? Oh. I can pinpoint the, the the exact like probably the time where I stopped watching MTV because 
I knew the video for Lakini's Juice, but other people were like, yeah, Dream of the Dolphins, which was like their next single from that album. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I never heard that song before. I don't know. So sometime that. between their lead off single and that next <laughs> single is when I stopped watching MTV entirely. <laughs> I did not know Dream so, of the Dolphins. So, the, so, so a stray bullet hit the clock. So we knew exactly when the murder. Yeah, exactly. Occurred. Like my watch has been magnetized. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like when the, those people who uh, found out the day that um, Ice T had a good day. Have you ever seen that? What? Or Ice Cube? <laughs> no. You know the Ice Cube song "Good Day." Yeah. Some like internet detectives like took clues from the lyrics and figured out what the date of it is. <laughs> and like it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy. Like it, it it works pretty well. Like it's like pretty inarguable. Like oh, this is this day. It's like because he talks about like specific sports game teams winning and the oh, temperature yeah, and stuff that, like that. That that that's about it. <laughs> what, what kind of song is that? Like, <laughs> like it's like just like just read a page in the farmer's almanac. <laughs> Have you ever heard that song? It's essentially what it is. Yeah, like it's yeah, kind of much. like. You know, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Very mm-hmm. Knox. I am back. I am back as well. Good I'm timing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still. <laughs> All of our faucets fill at pro- uh, approximately the same rate. Uh, That's just true. I'm glad that the Midwest is still doing good <laughs> as far as faucet technology goes. Yeah. So we got the East, the Midwest, and the West. Yeah, the pan coastal. <laughs> Yep. Pods across America. <laughs> I know. Let's all hold uh, <laughs> Let's a conversation. All... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Pods across America. Very Knox. I was going to be like, oh, praise the pun, but I was like, oh. <laughs> praise the <laughs> pun. <laughs> <laughs> I would have allowed it. Well, I wouldn't be like, well, shit, now we need to re-record the whole thing. <laughs> Let's scratch it, boys. <laughs> all right, that was a good dry run. Um, yeah. I mean, we, well, the thing all... you don't know, Will, is we do all of our shows twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we always start over at the end. Oh, uh, well. We, guess... we try to try to set aside about eight or ten hours. Yeah. This is a... to do it three days a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You and didn't know what you signed up for, did you? You whoa. fucked up. Very Knox. Oh, I, I will read. Uh, I will read takes or talk. Oh, I didn't see. Talk. Oh, no. talk. talk. Oh, I didn't see that. Take. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Take. Um, please. <laughs> He's not a Final <laughs> Fantasy One character. <laughs> very Knox. Um, this was my very first taste of them. I'm going to retake that. Okay. Poor editing. Oh, we can retake. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And we all pray that we will have far more soon 